0: Michael's massive mistakes may move mountains. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. <laughs> Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Thanks for hanging out. If this is your first listen to Locked on Cardinals, thank you. Maybe make tomorrow your second. If this is your 500th listen, been with me since 2017, uh, thank you all the same. I've priding myself on giving my opinion on what I think has been the best course of action from 2017 as it pertains to the Arizona Cardinals. Sometimes I'm right. A lot of times, sometimes not so right, and that's okay. But what I promise to you and what I've promised to you since I started this podcast is I'm going to be authentic. And open with my opinion. And over the last 18 months, there's been a lot of negative bleat surrounding the Arizona Cardinals. Ever since that underhand pick six by Kyler at the end of the 2021 season, it seems like things just started to slowly unravel. Some of it passively. Some of it tangentially where it wasn't necessarily surrounding the Cardinals yet. And, you know, you can blame it on other things, but all in all, the last, since the end of the 2021 season, which actually teetered into 2022 because the NFL doesn't know how to year their seasons, they should be doing like this season coming up should be the 2023, 2024 NFL season. I don't know why it's not like, before we talk about the serious stuff, let's take a second here. NBA, split across two seasons, split across two calendar years, 2023-2024. NHL, season, split across two calendar years, 2023-2024. The NFL, split across two calendar seasons, two calendar years, 2023. Who won the Super Bowl in 2023? Are you talking about the 2023 Super Bowl winner? Or are you talking about the Kansas City Chiefs who won in 2023 technically, but it was for the season before? Which is it? Hyphenate your league year. Roger? Anyways, now we're going to talk about serious stuff the rest of the show. So I pride myself and I'm not, I, this isn't like tooting my horn, but I, you know, I, I like to be authentic. I'd like to lay everything out because I'm passionate about this stuff, man. I may not have grown up an Arizona Cardinals fan. I didn't. I've lived and worked in sports radio in Phoenix for, since 2010. I've seen enough to know what the Arizona Cardinals have been run like. And with all of this news coming out about Michael Bidwell now, there are some specific things that need to be discussed. And I will discuss them in the first two segments. And then final segment, a little cherry on top, a little whipped cream for your Sunday. Cliff Kingsbury has a job and lo and behold, it ate in the NFL. Remember when I talked about those things about where I'm right some of the time, Wait till the third segment. Michael Bidwell is now under the proverbial hot white spotlight in the media. More and more stories coming out about past employees being disgruntled because of how Michael Bidwell treated them. And one that just, this is from Pro Football uh, Talk. This is an article from Pro Football Talk. A former executive in his 2019 resignation letter to Michael Bidwell quoted as saying, you come to work angry every day. You talk down to almost everyone. You or you talk down to almost everyone. You've become arrogant and condescending. Everyone in this building is impacted by your constant negativity. Now, if we're gonna defend Michael Bidwell with something like that, okay? Business owners aren't always the happiest. Okay, so you can say that, like, if you're a Michael Bidwell defender, you think that he's grown this team in an organization and an effort to kind of pivot from some of the, at least negativity of the win-loss standard from when his dad was running things, you could say, well, listen, this is a business. He doesn't have to be happy all the time. Sure, 100%. And be a human being. The constant harassment, like, stories that are coming up about Michael Bidwell and how he's treated people, treated players, made, made players pay for food. The scathing review in the player-sourced report card that came out where the Cardinals had four or five F or F minuses, even though F minuses in the grade, out of eight categories. The writing's been on the wall for a long time, but it's been circumstantial. It's been rumored to. It's been this, it's been that. And the play on the field, when it's not good, deflects kind of away from Michael Bidwell specifically, even though it seems to be that he's the root of the problem. And it's like, well, duh, he's the owner. So obviously he's the root of the problem. It's not always the case. And on top of that, he's he kept up until this offseason, a GM in place, who is his friend, who probably shouldn't have had a job after the 2018 season. 19, 20, 21, 22, four years, with the hiring of Cliff Kingsbury and drafting Kyler Murray, has the Cardinals where they are now. That's Michael Bidwell's call, but it's difficult. And I'm gonna get more in depth about what the future could look like for the Cardinals. But currently, this is part of hitting rock bottom it's a little bit more complicated and less quantifiable about what to do next because you can't just say, oh, sell the team, next. Let's interview another owner to come in and take over this family-run organization for the last 50 years. It's not that simple. It's not simple to oust any owner. Look at what's happened in Washington with Dan Snyder. And that, I mean, the Washington Post stories, the stuff about the, the improprieties, the sexual assault or, you know, sexual misconduct, he's still, you know, is tied to that team. So when it's, when it's what Michael Bidwell has done so far, allegedly reports out things like that, there's, there's not a fix. Like, he's gonna be the owner of this team unless, you know, once, once there's investigations and things like that. And, you know, he could be, you know, they could vote him out, but it doesn't happen. So when we have these conversations of like, well, what's next, how can this be fixed? It's really difficult to talk about. Not because it's like, oh, this is a tough subject we shouldn't talk about. It's like, I'm a prognosticator that's what people in sports media are for a large portion they see information, they give their synthesis and opinion and analysis on that information that's what makes sports media so great because there's so many different people with so many different thoughts, for the most part. But with this. I'm talking this out with you, because this isn't like oh do your homework see precedent. Talk about this. This isn't like looking up empirical evidence of where something like this has happened and then you're going to base it or you're going to compare it to what's happened in the past. It's never happened. And I'm sure it has, but not in recent memory where it's like, oh, this is what caused this owner who owns this team to sell the franchise because people wanted him to. Doesn't happen. So what does it mean for the Cardinals now? Not a whole lot. What does it mean for the Cardinals in the future? That's the interesting part, because as we sit today, April 11th, there's no fix for what's happening if memory serves any sort of potential repeatability in the future. It's not bad, really. It's not good. It just is. And unless there's some sort of monumentous shift, or obviously if there's some more investigation done and things more come to light where it's going to force the hand, absolutely. But right now, as we currently sit, it's not a whole lot that can change, and that's the frustrating part. We're going to talk about well, I am you, you can listen. We, you know, we, the royal, we, Big Lebowski, are going to talk about what's what could be next, what's in the future, what will the Arizona Cardinals look like this time next year. Locked on Cardinals, your team, every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. Grand slams, no hitters, double plays, all of them are back, man. And there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on. Sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. This is fascinating. You know, it's selfishly for me on the outside, and I'm not saying this to be insensitive to the people who've been affected by The harassment in myriad ways that Michael Biddle has allegedly put people through over the last handful of years, if not longer. I mean, but it's it's a fascinating case study in the sense that it's so close to home here. You know, you watch other organizations, you're like, oh, sell the team, make them sell the team. If I were a fan, I'd like I'd put a billboard up. It doesn't work like that. You can't protest your way out of ownership of an of an organization like a like a professional football team. Now, that's not to say that protesting and, and causing aware and raising awareness doesn't help, but it's not a direct correlative between, okay, this is what's happening now. This is the result that's wanted. Let's do this. That result will happen. It doesn't work like that. So with the improprieties coming out in, in, in various different forms and fashions, it just kind of begs the question, what's next? Okay, this was from Kyle Odegaard, you know, formerly with azcardinals.com now compared on bet. Uh, one of my one of my good friends has been on the show a bunch of times he tweeted this out he said Sean Mayo the Cardinal's chief people officer is conducting listening sessions with staff this week following the following the mistreatment accusations levied at owner Michael Bidwell source set this is now a social issue not like oh social media or oh political nothing like that people This is going to be quantified by people who are affected by Michael Bidwell. How does that change things? Well, it makes it real. It turns it from abstract reports to real and trying to get to the bottom of why this is happening, why it continues to happen and try to come up with a resolution. And when I talked last segment about this, the resolution where normally you could go to a CEO, be like, you're fired. You could do that for improprieties, whether it be harassment, you know, uh, of the... You know of the emotional mental sexual misconduct whatever it is you'll be like no you're fired doesn't really work like that here now again this is an existential thought a thought for right now april 11th if things more things come out and there's more of an investigation obviously that's tbd but as we currently sit the frustrating part is that nothing can change or nothing is shown to be changed over the history of football At least recent history. So, what does it mean for the Cardinals who are going to be living in this Michael Bidwell ecosystem seemingly forever until something changes? How can they move forward? And it's a fascinating thought because I thought about it this way. Well, why would people want to come play here? Because they can make a lot of money. Why would people want to come play here? Because the players are good that the Cardinals have, and as they build out this roster and change the culture and ecosystem of this in in a way that they can control. Monty Austin for down. That's plenty enough to get players to want to come play here. The, having a dysfunctional ownership group isn't an original story either. Like, again, we, either people who cover the team or people who have been fans of, for the team forever, this isn't new. It's a different shade. It's a different variation of what's been the same story for, you know, decades. Allegedly. Reportedly. Reportedly. So now, all that the Cardinals from Monte Osborne down need to do, build out a roster, change the culture, go win football games. If the Cardinals win, if the Cardinals lose, it doesn't matter at all if Michael Bidwell is facing some sort of impending investigation. I'm not saying that that's happening, but I'm saying that's the Cardinals go 17-0 and win four Super Bowls in a row, and he's still a jerk and does all these things, and they want to out him pending some sort of investigation, it's going to happen. The win-loss record for the Arizona Cardinals has no direct correlation between whether Michael Biddle is going to be the owner or not. So the Cardinals better just go win. That's it. Set yourself up, control what you can control, and go win football games. That's probably going to be pushed to 2024, barring you know Kyler Murray coming back in the first handful of weeks. But I think one thing that's overblown is people not wanting to go play for teams with dysfunctional ownership. If everything goes to plan for that player, the owners the only the guy that signs the checks. And sure, you go to other places to get more money. Absolutely. Like there's logistical things with that, especially with Michael Bidwell being, you know, famously Non-giving as it pertains to the landscape of paying players, they're always towards the bottom five. I, I know they just paid Kyler Murray. Okay, for the Kyler Murray loathers out there. This situate this segment isn't for you from here to okay to right now. Okay, it's over. We got through it. How does that feel? We're growing today. Feels good. Michael Bidwell's issues now, and I do not say that lightly. But there are issues right now. There's not any sort of finish line, any sort of path to a finish line. This is still very new, even though it's been around for a while, this is still a social issue, as I mentioned, because now there's people involved, people with names, people are getting interviewed about the misconduct that's been happening. This is one huge step forward to finding out what the end will look like. But that is a different entity altogether than the actual play on the field. Well, how can it be? It's all in the same arena. I completely understand, and I'm not saying this flippantly whatsoever. But again, if the Cardinals go 0 and 17 or 17 and 0 next year, that has zero zero correlation to Michael Bidwell's future with the organization. They're two completely different things. So Michael Bidwell like, look, I built this incredible roster. He doesn't have to keep his job. He doesn't have to perform to keep his job. It's his, it's not a publicly traded company. He can do whatever the hell he wants. So when we talk about this, and this is why I like when people come here and talk with me, because I challenge you to think pragmatically, abstractly, and outside the box while being in the realm of normal thinking and understanding that win-loss for the future of the Cardinals has no correlation between Actual win loss record and whether Michael Bidwell is going to remain the owner in perpetuity. There's zero correlation between the two. What he's alleged of doing is bad. Understatement. The Cardinals miraculously, you know, mighty ducks it next year and go 17 0. That doesn't change what Michael Bidwell's done. Winning can't solve this. So if there's something. In the future, that keeps Michael Bidwell from moving forward as the managing partner owner of the Arizona Cardinals, it'll have nothing to do with win-loss record. Cliff Kingsbury has a new job. It's cute. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Ultimate Football. GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and if you've ever thought you'd make a good GM, you've got to give this game a try, okay? It's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. When you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory, trying to build a historic dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing... You know, all the right finances, including negotiating players' salaries and terms, navigating your franchise through free agency, the drafts, injuries, player personnel issues, and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free, playable offline, on the go, as you want and when you want to. Locked on Cardinals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in all caps in the game store. That's locked on in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. It's such a TBD situation with Michael Bidwell that there's only so much projecting, like projection conjecture. My English is failing me at this point. There's only so much prognosticating one could do because it's such like you could say, Oh, sell the team. It's not, you can't, it's not simple like that. Well, he deserves to sell the team. He shouldn't own the team. That may be well true. Both in his history and how he's treated others allegedly, but it's not that simple. So there's not like there's a board that's like, okay, Michael, Sell the team, unless you get all the owners and you want to out, out them, okay, good luck. So I just implore you to buy the bide buy your time, accept the fact at this point that that's not an option, and look at the Cardinals hoping to build a roster for the future that will win more games than they lose. Cliff Kingsbury, formerly the Arizona Cardinals head coach, just a little trip down memory lane. Ah, the year was 2019. Cliff Kingsbury had just inked a deal to be the offensive coordinator under Clay Helton at USC. Those were good times. Steve Kime then offers Cliff Kingsbury a head coaching job. Spends four years here, has some really good moments. And I I was tough on Cliff for the majority of his time here. And I think rightfully so. I don't think he ever should have been hired. He didn't deserve the job. He, He didn't. And whether you believe that he or Kyler Murray was the issue, whatever, Cliff Kingsbury did not deserve to be an NFL head coach, given his track record. He didn't. And if you believe that Cliff Kingsbury was hired for any other reason than to coach Kyler Murray, I have nothing for you. I think it's just an asinine thought process to have because it's the only rational reason why cliff kingsbury would be hired to begin with so now cliff now is going to be coaching quarterbacks back at usc and caleb williams who is projected to be the number one overall seed drake may may maybe out of unc but caleb williams is the odds-on favorite currently to be the number one pick in the 2024 nfl draft I tweeted this out, and I don't think that this is unfair. Cliff Kingsbury getting to have access to another top-tier quarterback prospect is like a high school student who got straight Ds and then got accepted to Harvard. Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Caleb Williams. Like, what the hell are we doing here? I wish him all the success in the world and maybe at the college level, his acumen will be better served and he'll be able to show that he's maybe in between coach level, uh, college football level and NFL level where he can raise up and be, you know, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't, I I don't know why anybody would hire him. I don't get it. He's not calling the plays, So I think that's, that, that's an upside. And sure he's shown flashes of what could be. But what was the resounding takeaway after his four years here was he couldn't do the simple things right. And he didn't elevate Kyler Murray at all, in my opinion. Some of the some of that was Kyler Murray's fault, absolutely. But Kyler Murray, under the tutelage and coaching and leadership, of which there was very little with Cliff Kingsbury, with another organization or with another coach, I think it's we're not even talking about this. Kyler Murray would be in the MVP conversation at least in one of the years since he's been here. And I think that that is something that Cliff did a massive disservice on. But you wish him the best of luck. Uh, Maybe he'll be back in the NFL. I think him not getting an NFL job is kind of telling. I I don't know what else I need to say for other people to get on my side here that he wasn't great at the opportunity he was given because he shouldn't have been given the opportunity to begin with. I don't think that's too harsh. I think it's just true. You're not a winning coach. Why did you get an NFL head coaching job? You wish him the best of luck. I mean, he and Lincoln Kennedy could be fired together. They could be absolute fire together. And if they are, he'll be back in the NFL next year, I would think, with Cliff. This is kind of like a reclamation project, like the off- being the offensive coordinator for Nick Saban in Alabama. Sarkeesian, Bill O'Brien, Lane Kiffin. It's a, kind of the same thing on the West Coast now. Because USC is going to be in the Big Ten. They're going to be a big deal. And uh, Cliff's going to be a part of it. I just want to wrap up the Michael Bidwell conversation. This is a very serious situation for Michael Bidwell and all parties involved. It should not be taken lightly. I do not take it lightly. I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying that because this is a football podcast, and yes, I've made it very clear that off the field, things need to be discussed, need to be given the respect they deserve. And I will always pivot back to the, you know, the accumulation of talent, the play on the field, things like that, because this is a football podcast. Now, I say this all the time. I want to hear from you. DM me on Twitter. Give me your thoughts about Michael Binwell. Leave a comment here. But again, DM me, open this up at Clancy's Corner. I'm not saying that to get followers. I don't care. My DMs are open. Send me a message whenever you want so we can talk about this. I want this to be an open forum. I want this to be a safe place for you to come and hear some things you agree with, maybe some things you don't, but have your voice heard. Send me a DM. I'm happy to have conversations. Maybe bring up what people say on this podcast. Who knows? Alex, Nancy, Lockdown Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.